76ers over the Atlanta Hawks, 121-113, to a franchise record 15th consecutive victory, and they earned it in gritty fashion. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. More analysis, more numbers, and a talk with Tom McGinnis in a moment. But first, the winning head coach, Brett Brown. You know, at times, like, you want it all. You want to play fast. You want them playing free, and you don't want turnovers. And at times, you know, there's a little bit of a contradiction there. And I thought that we were just too sloppy, too loose in that first half. We ended up with 29 assists. I thought that was a good number. That's a big number. But the first half, I thought we were too sloppy. You saw Ben have to walk off the court briefly when we discussed that technical. That's something to kind of calm himself down. That's something you don't see often from him. Um, I, I only saw it out of the corner of my eye, and I just you know, flipped around and started coaching again. Um, I'll learn more, I'm sure, later. I mean, we're always concerned. It's not a sort of a, a ideal time of year to to lose a starting player, you know, the first play of the game. And uh, again, we were a man down. Now you're two men down. Uh, we had had some practice playing without Dario, you know, for I think it was a stretch of three games. Uh, we, we tried a bunch of different things. You know, we ended up sort of looking at a small ball type game. I think it helped our three point percentage. Um, but uh, not having Dario tonight hurt us, and we'll learn more about his status uh, later, I assume, when we get back into Philadelphia. I realize you've got one more game left in the regular season. How important is it to finish up as strongly as you have been the last few weeks? I mean, we have momentum. We, we broke a, a club record tonight with our 15th win in a row, and it's not like we're a young club. We are an old club with a tremendous amount of culture and a tremendous amount of history. And taking that type of momentum into the playoffs is uh, is important. It, it doesn't guarantee anything, but it, it certainly lets you feel like you, you've been doing the right things. The team has been fantastic. We got one more game that we, we understand um, the opportunity that we have uh, going back tomorrow to play uh, at home uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the momentum is is nothing but a benefit, but certainly not anything that we feel like is going to continue to steer us. We have to continue to fight for stuff and make stuff happen. Coach, with that, no team has ever finished the season on a 16-game winning streak. How have you been able to keep your guys grounded through this stretch? I mean, they, they've really done a good job themselves. It's a good, it's a good group. You know, you, you coach them. They let me coach them. There's a high level of accountability of what we want to get done. The, the locker room has tremendous presence with, with some veterans that are good people. It's a really simple group to coach, and it's a prideful group to coach. And I think because we have sort of stuck to something uh, from day one, it's not like we're making stuff up. They, they understand exactly what we want and, and, and what our standards are and, and how we want to play and what our defensive rules are. It's not a mystery. And uh, I think that, you know, I love my assistant coaches. The locker room has been fantastic. And the momentum and, you know, just coaching this group really has been quite easy. 76ers get past the Atlanta Hawks 121 to 113 at Phillips Arena tonight. They improve to 51 and 30. A chance to, as Molly Sullivan brought up during that postgame scrum, set a new NBA record by closing out a regular season with 16 consecutive victories tomorrow night against the Milwaukee Bucks. Already a new franchise record for the 76ers with now a 15 game 
in-season winning streak. Veterans, hey, for a season that has been characterized so much by youthful contributions and promise, you're talking about guys like Ben Simmons, Dario Saric, Joel Embiid. Tonight was all about the veterans. J.J. Redick leading the team in scoring for a fifth consecutive game with 28. Ursan Ilyasova, who stepped up after Dario Saric went down with a broken tooth and cut lip in the opening minute. 26 points and eight rebounds. A couple really big shots in the final quarter. One that pushed the Sixers' lead back to seven points with less than three minutes to go. And another that gave the Sixers an eight-point lead with around 45 seconds left. Marco Bellinelli, like Ilyasova, a former Hawk with 20 points and you cannot forget Mr. Amir Johnson <laughs> what a great second half from him he was fantastic 15 points 8 rebounds 5 assists and uh, you cannot overlook his efforts in the Sixers being able to trudge past Atlanta tonight hey when you have a winning streak this big the victories come in all shapes and sizes was this a Picasso maybe not but it was a win and it kept the Sixers in control of third place in the Eastern Conference standings going into the finale tomorrow night Tom McGinnis is standing by we will speak with him on the other side it's the post game show on the Sixers radio network 97.5, The Fanatic. Seventy Sixers set a new franchise record by winning their 15th consecutive game in a single season. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. Final score in this one from Atlanta tonight, 121 to 113. J.J. Redick leading the way again with 28 points. Tom McGinnis watched this one from a very nice seat inside Phillips. Tom, the Vets got it done tonight. More history achieved by the Sixers. Oh, no doubt, and I, you just can't help but think, you know, and use the phrase hard-fought road win, and uh, those guys, as you say, J.J., Marco, and, and Irsan, you know, they let it fly, and they made those three, six for J.J. He was six from nine, Irsan four of eight, Marco five of 12, all told the Sixers 17 of 37, and they need every single one of them as Atlanta really put up a fight, and uh, the Sixers able to, jump into that victory column for the 15th straight time but it wasn't easy now bear with me on this next part i don't know if it's going to be a little bit of a stretch um would you say in some ways that perhaps a test like this could suit the sixers where you're headed towards a juncture in the playoffs where things may not come easy you're going to need some other guys to step up that might not be your typical game in game out stars talking like an Amir Johnson someone like that um, obviously Atlanta is not headed to the playoffs and the caliber of opponent the Sixers will face will be no, steeper but yeah. does that can we allow for a parallel like that maybe perhaps no, I mean, Certainly, when you're looking for positives during a 15-game winning streak, that says something right there. But no doubt about it, and different guys have stepped up at different times. But that whole, you know, rest versus rhythm, boy, I, I wish the Sixers were off until Saturday. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, they really – and then they got to go home and play a rested Milwaukee team who's, you know, trying to get ready for the playoffs themselves. And that, it's a huge game tomorrow because – Without it, I mean, you got to presume the Knicks are going to – or the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to beat New York in Cleveland uh, in their last game. There's no way LeBron is going to lose to New York in their final game. So it's still a battle for third. I mean, right down to the final game, and uh, obviously you want to have the best seed as possible. I, I don't know what the best matchup is, but tomorrow night, forget the match. For right now, it's the Milwaukee Bucks, and uh, and that looks like that's how it would wind up uh, – not able to delve into that if, if the Sixers were to win and Milwaukee were to lose. 
Uh, I know Miami's got Toronto. I guess that would factor into it as well. But, uh, no, I mean, the Sixers, you know, Dario, who's to say what his status is for tomorrow night? I mean, that's no, you know, no guarantee that he's going to play. But And he's already trying to get back into the rhythm after missing a week with the elbow. Uh, I saw J.J. limping around a little bit. T.J. got his clock one time, you know, where he would look like he was going to be out, but he came back. So, you know, it's – it shows the metal, like M-E-T-T-L-E, like right. the Sixers and the gumption and the fight that they have. And uh, you got to build it. That's the thing about the NBA. Even, you know, how many times did we say over over the years past where, well, there's a game tomorrow, you know, when you get your, your beaten handily. Well, same thing when you win. you, you got to do it. you got to summon up all that energy and fight again tomorrow. So uh, a great victory, no doubt about it. And uh, – Atlanta's going to be good. I mean, they're, they're stocked in the area of draft picks over the next couple of years. they got some nice talent with Prince and Collins and Schroeder and, and Bazemore. And like I said, they deserve a lot of credit for going down with the, the fight that they put forward here tonight. Uh, but no, no doubt, the Sixers, they'll be off on Thursday. They'll be able to gear up Friday, and it's going to be crazy over the weekend at the center as we await a long time waiting for another playoff matchup uh, in the Sixers. We'll go into it with no matter what happens tomorrow with a lot of momentum. They'll also go into the weekend's first playoff game with a home game. That is a good thing. Sixers defeat Atlanta tonight, 121-113. So here it is, Tom. It sets up and points to tomorrow night, 76ers back home fittingly. Fan appreciation night at the center where it's been sold out literally every single regular season game. And something really neat uh, that the NBA has done over the last couple of years is start predominantly all the games at 8 o'clock Eastern on the final night of the regular season just to uh, try and build up some of the drama. And listen, there are a lot of games of consequence. Toronto uh, at Miami, Washington playing in Orlando. Things to still be sorted out. You mentioned the Cavaliers and the Knicks at the queue. So it's going to be a lot of details to sort out regardless of the outcome of tomorrow's game in South Philly. No doubt about it. And that's part of it too, you know, in terms of where the Sixers and the Bucks end up and uh i could be wrong but I, I don't know if you remember this but baseball had this like five seven maybe even eight years ago where all those games came down to the final day and it was amazing and then the nba ended up doing it and there have been nights where it's just you know it's, it switches literally by the minute so it's uh there's a lot of attention no doubt and it's it's pretty unique format and uh, guess what that game could start at nine the Sixers could use every hour to kind <laughs> right. of get ready but uh no, I mean, it's going to be exciting. And then, as you say, the atmosphere at the building has been stupendous. It's going to be like that tomorrow. It's going to be a playoff-like atmosphere. And uh, like I said, it could be a playoff preview. They're long. They're talented. Bledsoe gives them so much. and He led them in scoring last night. Giannis, if he plays, he's been with that ankle, is just a unique talent. That scares you a little bit if you do play this team because he's a superstar who could put them over the hump and single-handedly win games they have Henson I think the Sixers advantage against Milwaukee is with Embiid and obviously he will not play tomorrow night and who's to say when he plays in the playoffs but they have a difficult time matching Joel but if he's not in there they got a lot of really good wing players including Parker uh, and again Chris Middleton and so they're talented they're deep they haven't had the last the last two or three weeks have not been maybe as great as it was right after Jay Kidd got let go but they're they're a talented team and it's going to be a battle 
tomorrow night to be sure against the Bucks. Tom, easy travels. Talk to you in South Philadelphia for what should be a great night to finish off a memorable regular season tomorrow. You got it. Thank you, Brian. Good night. 121-113 76ers over the Atlanta Hawks. The Vets big in tonight's game. We'll get to some of the highlights and a reminder that coming up after our final segment, our guy, Devon Givens, 97.5, the fanatic Sixers insider, will be standing by 610-632-0975. We will get you to him as soon as we can. Stick with us here on the Sixers Radio Network. Seventy Sixers will be leaving the Peachtree Estates, headed back to Philadelphia for their last game of the regular season tomorrow night. This was their final road game, a territory where the Sixers had won six consecutive games coming into tonight, trying to maintain hold of the three seed and looking to set a new franchise record. From the very beginning, the Sixers found themselves against a club and having to battle uphill Rashawn Holmes, as he's been known to do, a nice little boost of energy off the bench. Rebound down to Markell, Fultz with a dribble, down court pass to Holmes. Holmes with a jam! He contested the shot by Muscata, leaked out, and a great look ahead by Markell and Holmes with a two-hand jam. Brought the Sixers within one, 24-23. Sixers trailed by five, 32-27 going into the second. But the Sixers hit the Hawks with a 14-4 run to begin period number two. That was part of a 24-8 surge that featured towards the end this. Simmons drives into the lane, underhand scoop, got it. He took Prince off the dribble, split the trap, and Ben Simmons now four for five, a double figure, sixes by eight. That made it 48-40. Ersan Ilyasova capped the stretch with a three-pointer moments later, and the Sixers led it 51-40. Atlanta responded with a run of its own. They actually reclaimed the lead at 53-52. J.J. Redick with some big jumpers. Simmons with his fifth rebound. Simmons into the front court. Outside left, Redick wide open. Three ball, got it. J.J. Redick knocks it down. Boy, they've had difficulty in transition locating three-point shooters. Sixers at the break held a respectable lead of 61 to 55 going into the third quarter. The Sixers scored the first five points courtesy of J.J. Redick jump shots. Atlanta not going anywhere. Marco Bellinelli strung together three straight three-pointers. That helped get the game back to double figures. Amir Johnson was big at the beginning of the third quarter, and he helped end it. Five seconds to go in the third. Amir with it. They got a hustle. Here's Amir with a running, rolling hook. Is it running? Good. Amir Johnson with a hook shot in the lane. Amir Johnson really was excellent tonight. Gave the Sixers an 89-79 lead going into the fourth. And this is where the Sixers veterans took over. They got their lead to a game-high margin 13, courtesy of Marco Bellinelli. Baseline screen. Irsan picks it up. Back out top. Bellinelli. Eight on the shot clock. Marco, difficult three, and he banked it in. Improbable, but good. Marco Bellinelli off the glass. Oh, oh, man. And the Sixers by 13. Off balance, off the glass, whatever it was, Marco Bellinelli, he has had the stroke as of late for the 76ers. That made it 106-93. to Still, Atlanta kept charging back. They actually got the game to within five points just over three minutes ago. Ersan Ilyasova started his season with the Hawks, and he then, in the end, played a role in finishing it off for Atlanta. It's a five-point game with 3.09 to go. Simmons to Ersan. Ilyasova, ball fake, dribble move. They sidestep up. He puts it up and in. Ilyasova on the right baseline, fakes, and scores it on the drive.
He later added a couple of free throws in the 76ers end up holding off Atlanta to win it by eight. Final notes from the final stat sheet. Sixers shoot 49.5% from the field. The Hawks 41.5%. Sixers with 17 three-pointers. The Hawks with 13. Sixers, the top rebounding team in the NBA, were plus 15 on the glass, 54-39. to 39. Early on in the first half, Turnovers an issue for the 76ers. They committed 11 between the first and second quarters, only seven after halftime, so that was an area of improvement. As we run down some of the individual notes from the box score, J.J. Redick, a team-high scoring total for the fifth consecutive game. 9-17 overall, 6-9 from three, 28 points for him, four rebounds, five assists. 26 points for Ursan Ilyasova, played 31 minutes, shooting 8-16 of 16 from the floor, 4-8 of eight outside the arc. He also had eight rebounds and came in immediately for Dario Saric, who was uh, knocked out of the game 13 seconds in with a cut lip and a broken tooth. Third 20-point score for the 76ers, another former Hawk in Marco Bellinelli. Big second half for him in which he shot four of seven from the field and had three three three-pointers. Rounding out the Sixers box score, Amir Johnson with 15 points, eight rebounds, and five assists. Nine of those points in the third quarter get the Sixers back in front by a healthy margin. Ben Simmons fouled out. He finished with 14 points and 10 rebounds to go along with six assists. Did have six turnovers and two steals. This was his 38th double-double of the season. With the win, the 76ers are now 51-30 and 30 on the season. They keep their hold on third place in the Eastern Conference standings, and they will have a game at home tomorrow against the Bucks. And with a win, that means they get the three seed in the Eastern Conference standings. While the Atlanta Hawks with the loss dropped to 24-58 and 58 on the year. 15th straight win for the Sixers. That is a new franchise record. This is their best season on the road at 22-19 and 19 in the regular season since 2002-2003. They also end the season on a seven-game road-winning streak, their longest since the finals run in 2000-2001. And tomorrow, if they were to win, the Sixers would set a new NBA record by ending a regular season with 16 wins in a row. Pretty amazing. Scores of note from around the rest of the NBA tonight. We will hit you with that very quickly. Uh, the Indiana Pacers lose at home to Charlotte 119.93, but Indy going into today had already been locked up for the fifth seed. And Washington comes from behind to beat the Boston Celtics 113-101. to So that could set up Washington to potentially climb out of eight and into seven in the Eastern Conference, depending on how things go tomorrow, both Washington and Miami play tomorrow night on the final date of the regular season. All right, it's time to send you over to Devon. Call him up, 610-632-0975. Big thanks to everyone involved in tonight's broadcast, Alan Yates and Tyler Zuli back here at the studio. Programming note concerning the Sixers, we have a two-hour season in review, year-ending edition of Sixers in 60 Tomorrow, that'll broadcast live from the center. Myself and Devon will have some interviews with guys like Markel Fultz, Robert Covington, Amir Johnson, and Marco Bellinelli. That's coming up tomorrow on the flagship station of the Sixers, 97.5 The Fanatic, beginning at 6 o'clock. All right, that's it for me, Brian Seltzer. Now for the radio voice of the 76er, Tom McGinnis. All of us saying so long and enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night. 76ers set a new franchise record with a 15th straight win, knocking off the Hawks 121-113. to See ya. Following the Sixers win, Tom McGinnis had a chance to catch up with one of the players afterwards. And we are going to be joined, I'd say courtside, but it's in the corner by Marco Bellinelli. Bellinelli in the game with 20 points, four rebounds. He had five threes. And he joins us 
over in the corner. We'll wait uh, momentarily as he makes his way off the court. But the two former Hawks, Bellinelli and Ilyasova, combining for 46 points and 12 rebounds. Again, the final 121 to 113. As the Sixers with the victory. Okay, Marco, can you hear me? Congratulations. Thank you. Hard-fought win here tonight over the, the Hawks. Your thoughts in general? Uh, I think we didn't play a good game, but, you know, uh, I think they play hard, young guys. Uh, I know how they play, you know, so I think Bart is a great coach, you know, so I know that they're going to play until end of the game, you know, so they play hard. Uh, I think uh, we play like uh, a nice third quarter where we got like a couple stop on defense and we got able to score the ball like easy basket too, you know, so... But, you know, uh, we got another one tomorrow, and uh, we know uh, we just need to be better and be ready for the playoff. Ursan and yourself really played well here tonight. You have to feel good about that. I mean, yeah, I feel good, you know, but uh, I'm just thinking about uh, Philly. I'm happy to be here. I love my team. I love the fans. And, you know, I just try to give everything for this team. Marco, and I mean this in a good way, what's with you in the off-balance shots? It's almost like you like to be a little bit off-center in the air when you shoot it. Is that true? I mean, I always do that, like, in my career. I don't know why people, they, they tell me something right now, you know. So, right. you know, like, uh, I'm a shooter, so I'm going to shoot the ball. I'm going to try to be aggressive and score the ball. I know sometimes I take some crazy shots, especially for my balance. But, you know, uh, this is me, you know. So I just try to be myself on the court and try to help the team to win. And it's all right by me. Thank you, Marco. Thank Congratulations. You so Thank you. Sixers 121, the Hawks 113. Marco Bellinelli had five threes, Ilya Silva four J.J. Redick, six, as all told, the Sixers, 17 threes as they pull away to an eight-point win. Not easy, though, not by a long shot tonight in Atlanta. With 15 straight wins, the Sixers head back to Philadelphia and a showdown in the regular season wind-up with the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll talk about that and more post-game coverage as we continue live from Georgia on the Sixers Radio Network. <laughs> 